You are listening to Wait a Minute with Beth and Jessica, episode 57. I'm Jessica Pearson, certified life coach. And I'm Beth Barnett Babel, integrative nutrition therapist. So we keep our eyes peeled for things in the media or in real life that come from diet culture or that perpetuate diet culture in some way. These are often subtle ways it creeps in, which is why we are shining a light and sharing it with you. This whole episode is basically one big segment. So we both traveled (laughs) over the last month and or three weeks, and we thought we would share some of our food diet culture finds. And then after we do that, we have a experiment. It's going to be super fun. We're sharing it with you. And after you watch it, you can always come back and participate if you like as well. So welcome home, Beth. Well, really welcome home to you. I was just in and out and you were like gone the whole time. So it's pretty amazing. Yeah, that was the longest time I've ever been away from life ever, I think was three weeks, even as a kid doing like summer camp was only two weeks. So this was a big deal. And I'm glad to be home. Nice. Because life on the road is not for the week. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, because you didn't stay in the same place for three weeks. You were Moving around the state. Yeah, we went through, we drove. So we went through Texas. That takes like two days, especially with a toddler. Yeah. And then we went through New Mexico, did a little Santa Fe stop, and then went all around Colorado. And the longest stop we had was four nights. And everything else was like three, two, even a couple ones. So just popping in and out between friends' houses and hotels. We were lucky at one point we got to stay in like a mini apartment. Mm -hmm. So for those of you that don't know, my husband's a musician and he had booked some shows. So we kind of went on a mini family tour and then we built in vacation time with it. So that's why we took our sweet time. But when he was playing at this one venue, which if y'all have not been to Buena Vista, Colorado, I mean, I feel like I shouldn't talk about it because it's so cute. I don't want to (laughs) like overrun the place. (laughs) I don't think I'm the first to um, discover it. It has been, you know, a, a hot spot for a while, but it is really cute. It's a little bit off the beaten path. So my husband played there and they put us up above the venue. So we had this really cute loft that was this like very cool modern apartment. It was in a building, you know, a brick building from the 1800s. Oh, cool. Um, so it was really cool, but it was all redone. And there's a lot of iron work in that town, like just metal work in that venue and all around town. And I asked the manager, you know, is there just like a a person that does all of the ironwork in this town? And he said, yeah, it's just like a couple and they do so much of the art and all of the metalwork all around town. So it's kind of cool how there's like this uniform metal vibe going on. It's just like a really cute mountain town. Highly recommend. So we had a good time, but yes, we ate a lot out and we were lucky to be able to have kitchens to be able to cook some meals home. But everybody knows when you're on vacation, it's more challenging to navigate because you're out of your normal routines. If you don't have a kitchen, that's extra challenging. And then there's just the temptation of it all just being like, oh, we're on vacation. And a lot of people go into kind of effort mode. But as you and I have learned, and as we talk about and teach is that I don't like coming home from vacation and feeling terrible or that I have to like over correct myself or do something crazy to make myself feel better. I want to arrive feeling myself. (laughs) 
want to get home to the best of my abilities. I mean, of course, it's not the exact same, but trying to focus on getting vegetables in when I can and not necessarily having dessert every single day because we're on vacation, that kind of stuff. I want to talk more about food, but tell me what you did. Tell us what you did. I went and took our daughter to camp. We dropped her off in North Carolina. And then we, from there, we're supposed to seamlessly drop her off and then drive to the airport and take off and go to Mallorca, Spain for a destination wedding. But... As the airline industry is making record profits, their ability to take off on time is declining, it seems. <laughs> it's like, I am so frustrated by it. But anyway, so this airplane sat there at the gate. I think it landed from another place at noon. And then when they finally did all the checks for our flight at four-ish, they realized the air conditioning wasn't working. And so they kept delaying and kept delaying it, taking it. They didn't take it to the hangar until it was time for us to board our flight. And I'm like, well, what was it doing those other four hours <laughs> that it was sitting there? So they eventually told us tomorrow morning, like around 9 p.m., they finally said, okay, it's time for you. It's We're not going to do this flight until tomorrow. And so we left. And then as we were going to bed, it said canceled. So my husband then looked for us flights to go home. I woke up and apparently they had just found us a new plane and reissued a flight number. So I woke up and he was like, we're still going. I was like, okay. So we hung out all day and our flight was like really late that night. And we didn't end up taking oh. off until 1am. My bur- my eyeballs were like burning. This like plane that had nobody on except for pilots came in. Everybody in the terminal was like clapping and cheering because <laughs> we'd all been waiting for like over a day to go. Yeah, and it's not like you're going to Columbus, Ohio. You're going to Mallorca, Spain. Like you're excited for this adventure. Everybody just wants to get there. Yeah. Well, we were going to No offense to Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, no offense. Well, it was going to Madrid. This flight was going to Madrid. So we did that. And yeah, so it was uh, quite the adventure. So we went to Mallorca and saw an island and the Mediterranean and did all the wedding activities, which were beautiful. And we walked and we found all these beaches and we ate some delicious food. And I got on like the whole European culture thing and we ate dinner at midnight every night. How did you sleep doing that? Fine. Well, because you got to walk home after that. <laughs> so <laughs> so they weren't heavy meals. Yeah. I guess not every night, but ha- most of the nights we ate really late. And so, I don't know. We just like didn't eat super heavy. We ate just enough. And then you have to walk home at least. We had to walk home like 15 yeah. minutes. So that solved that problem. And then, you know. What do people with children do? Well, I have to say that I don't know about mainland Spain, but most of the people were out having dinner between like eight and 11. Hmm. So they're, those, they're probably there in the earlier side of things. Yeah. So in the more islandy like experience, it was not as late as probably like Barcelona and Madrid Hmm. and stuff, but I don't know. I've never been to those places just from what other people have told me. Yeah. 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 So anyways, it was good. And we, I got to like, see, like, it was just fun to take in all the food types and amounts and normal, like what's normal, what's not normal. We went to like this place that was very farm to table and it was beautiful on our first night and it was beautiful. 
the menu didn't make any sense. And so yeah, once what they, was the, it was bark themed. That was just the dessert. The dessert was pine, pine, oh, pine, themed, pine themed. I thought I saw pine somewhere else on the menu. And I was like, this is interesting. There might have been, I don't know. I have to go look at the picture, but it was all very fancy and very interesting, which I haven't had a meal like that in a really long time. And we were there for four hours. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I was like, oh did that God. feel nice? Or were you like kind of getting my like, butt started to yeah. hurt? I was like, uh, you know, just kind of was like, all right. Was um, it just you and Bill? Did y'all have enough to talk about? <laughs> that's a good question. Um, <laughs> we, it was just the two of us. And, you know, I think that like after traveling for 48 hours, there were some quiet moments yeah. but not awkward or yeah. anything like that but i you know i do have that fear of being like the the couple in the restaurant where they are literally just not talking to each other or really much acknowledging each other and then they both decide to just get on their phone yeah. So that is like a fear of mine. Try not to get on the phone. Like I'd rather have silence. Yeah. So if we get on the phone, it's because somebody has thought of something interesting and right. we need to confirm right. via the Googler. Yes. We got to look it up. Yeah. We got to look it up. So I was just gotta, thinking like, about when you and I went out to eat, how we're like, we love to eavesdrop. Oh yeah. It's my and like, if you ever see Beth and I out eating together, we're listening to your conversation. <laughs> yeah. It's something that I... I don't want to, but because of the way my brain works, yes. I can both sign thing. Yeah, I can both listen to you and to another conversation mm -hmm. at the same time and I will then give you the rundown on what's happening over there and Bill does not love it. <laughs> <laughs> He does not love it. At this point, 20 years, he's used to it now. Yeah, he's like, what's going on over there? Tell me what's at that table. Yeah. So anyways, and sometimes he'll be like, he'll be like, what's happening over there? They seem so interesting. I'm like, and I once well, and I'm like, well, I don't know. I've actually just like have been able to like turn it off. And he's like, oh, bummer. Cause he's like their body language is. <laughs> So every once in a while, he's kind of curious, like what, or he's like convinced that I know what's going on over there because of that. So anyways, that was a long-winded, wow. That was my, a, yeah, that was that a fun tangent. Okay, so you had told me that you came across some fun things. It's interesting. I feel like it's all sugar-related. Like the Yeah. So tell us about sugar in, in Europe. Yeah, so sugar in Europe was fun. So there's a lot of it, not going to lie. But what I noticed is that everything is smaller. So I had the cutest little donut. I'm not normally like a, we popped into this one little cafe place because I want to, it was raining. It was like one of those quick rains that was coming through when we were at the beach. So we popped into this quick little cafe and I got some espresso and they, and I'm not normally like a spur of the moment kind of dessert person to purchase, but these donuts were so cute. I mean, so adorable and fluffy. I was like, that doesn't look like a normal donut. And I've been very disappointed by donuts lately. So I was like, I gotta like, well, and our favorite donut spot is closing or it's already closed. Which one? Oh the, yeah. The little chocolate donuts from. Uh, yeah. Mr. Natural. Mr. But they Natural. have the one, we would just have to work harder to get to the one that's still. Oh, the East open. one's still staying open. The okay. East one is still staying open. So we just got to work harder to go get it. Hmm. So 
Anyway, it was delicious and it almost looked like a croissant on the inside. It was beautiful. It was amazing. And then I went to a supermarket to pick up some, some things to have, like get some sandwiches for this other beach adventure day that we had. And I saw these M&Ms at the checkout and I was like taken aback because they were the old size. Like, I don't know if you remember what the packaging looked like in like the eighties or nineties. It was just like a much more smaller package. Like a single serving. Yes. But so not, but you really said cool. not Halloween fun size. It's not Halloween fun size, but a like bit bigger. Yeah. So anyways, that was fun. And then the most delicious thing that I had, you will die, is that I, on our flight back, we did a layover in London so, so we could take British Airways direct back into Austin. And they had these cookies that came with the tea or the coffee and they were delicious. It was like a shortbread sugar cookie type thing. And I was just, as I do, I was just looked at the ingredients. I was like, Oh, I wonder what these are, but they were delicious. So I was like, it does, I had already, was already eating them before I decided. Right. You weren't going to change your mind. You just no, I wasn't going to change my mind. I was just curious. Was floored to find that it had flour, sugar, butter, salt. That was it. Yeah. Didn't have 700 other ingredients of dough conditioners and this and that and the other. It was just the basic things in a package. And I was like, oh, it was Irish butter. And then it was produced in the UK. And I was like, if this would have been made in the US, it would have been like a thousand other things. I'm like, why can't we do that? I feel like the argument is about shelf life, but surely... That's a lie. <laughs> or maybe it's okay to have a shorter shelf life. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Yeah. So I was so excited. So it was a 10 hour flight. So I had two little packets of them because I had one at the beginning and one. Before. Wait, and then your flight attendant offered you some and then you, you said no, which I don't know why you didn't accept. Some well, because I would have liked to eat those. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Oh yeah. Well, because the way that they were, I was afraid that they were going to like crumble oh, and turn yeah. into um, like, once they got into my bag, yeah, I not was travelable. like, I wasn't feeling good about how they were going to like go yeah, make yeah. it through. That's fair. Make it through re-entry back into the U S. And so I didn't want to be responsible for that, but I took a picture so we can try to order some. Is really mm. that's what I really did was I took a picture. Did so you I watch Ted Lasso? Yes, I was just I'm thinking at, of the, the shortbread. Yeah, like, oh. I have the final episode to watch tonight. Oh. So no spoilers, because oh. <laughs> I really wanted to like wait as long as possible because I love the show so much. I didn't want to finish it too early. Yeah, so I, yeah. I really spread it out, and I'm devastated. I almost cried last night <laughs> knowing that tonight is going to be the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, everyone listening that watched Ted Lasso finished it months ago. So, Oh, of course. And I'm okay with that. I normally did because I was waiting and waiting, waiting for it to come out. And it was killing me. And then when I finally came out, I was like, I'm not ready. <laughs> yeah, no good for you. For so I've been watching savoring. it very slowly. Delayed gratification with TV is a challenge. So, yeah. 
Yeah. So I don't know. I didn't really like, I feel lucky that because I had my toddler with me, I didn't get a, as much phone time. My screen time was dramatically down because my phone oh, is now yeah. telling me that my screen time is dramatically up since returning home. And then also my phone is telling me how my movement has gone down in the last week. Cause you know, for the three weeks we were on the road, it was, there was so much movement. Yeah. Um, so I was like, thanks phone. My, my, your, what you're telling me is my day to day life probably means. <laughs> swap. Yeah. <laughs> but I also don't carry my phone when I move as much when I'm at home. Right. Like I'll go work out, but I'm not like holding my phone the way I would just be walking around town holding a phone. So it's right. a little different. So yeah, I was kind of disconnected. I haven't like my algorithm kind of chilled out on the the diet ads. But the only thing I think that I sent you was the the true height gummy because it was like, eat this yeah. gummy and get taller. And I was like, what, what? are I we know. doing? <laughs> yeah. And I was it's... like, is this marketed towards children or adults? And like, why would I give my child? I don't know. Yeah, just... for ages 5 to 24. And it helps kids grow. And there's a little asterisk on it, of course, because that you can't make that claim because that's ridiculous. Yeah. So anyways, it has some vitamin D, but not an excessive amount, a little bit of vitamin K, but it doesn't say what kind of it's K2 or K1, because that does actually matter because K1 doesn't, does work in the blood versus K2 works in the bone. There's some calcium. It's not even that great of a form and some sodium, but it also this is like what became strange for me is that it also has ashwagandha, which is not to say that that's bad, but I'll explain why in a second what their reasoning was. Spirulina, L-arginine, that's really more like skin, glutamine, and astragalus root extract. And so when they say how it works, the ashwagandha helps manage the stress hormone cortisol and reduces symptoms of stress. A leading cause of stunted growth is due to stress, which is why improving resistance to stress is so important for growth. And I'm like, what? Like, maybe we should not be stressing our kids out so much. So anyways, I was a little bit saddened by that. So this is a slightly disturbing product for me. I'm not saying it's bad, but yeah, I was, I was just there's like, let's just capsules skip it. and gummies, and the gummies do have four grams of sugar in it, which is a teaspoon of sugar per gummy. I just thought it was interesting because we're not picking on weight, but we're picking on height. And if anything, height is really not something you get to determine. <laughs> So it's just like, oh. Yeah, I guess they're assuming the, what is this? The scoop has more nutrients than the gummy does. So there's like a powder. It, yeah, the powder has some more vitamins in it. Some more B vitamins, folate, B12, all the good normal things. It has like, oh, it actually has some magnesium in it. But if you're dairy sensitive, you would not be able to take this product because the magnesium has a milk protein concentrate in it. Just hmm. this, but overall, not the work. Like, like the actual product, the ingredients are not terrible, but the marketing is weird. Well, for the scoop one, oh, the protein shake vanilla versus like the gummies. I don't love the gummy situation because, yeah, it's got a teaspoon of sugar in it. Like, yeah, it's weird. So, yeah, 
Yeah. So anyway, I'm glad to be home. Good. I missed Mexican food. That is truly probably, you know, when I lived in Colorado, I know they have Mexican food, but it's not the same. Well, for me, it's breakfast tacos. Yeah. They don't exist there, really. Although they did get a Torchy's, but Torchy's is not like my favorite of the breakfast taco situations. But yeah. I did not get torches in Denver. We were only in Denver for 24 hours. So I really didn't cross a breakfast taco in my travels. So when I got home, I felt like the first couple of days, I just was on an all Mexican food plan. Yeah. (laughs) That's all I wanted to eat, which I can't wait for you to like go live in Japan and then not get Mexican food and report back. That was like the top three reason why I moved back from Colorado when I went to school in Colorado. Because of Mexican food? Yeah, I just like missed it. It was, yeah. amazing. Top top three, I would rank it for sure. I mean, (laughs) maybe not, but it just, I'm so glad to have it. Yeah. (laughs) We have a fun experiment for you guys. And so this came out because last week after our travels, Beth came back and she posted about a soda that she thought was so Mm. delicious, which actually was this Olipop grape flavor. So good. She did a story on it and she's like, this just brings me back to childhood. It tastes so good. The, you know, ingredients and nutrition facts, which we're going to talk about in a minute, like lined up. She's like, I would recommend this. So I went and got one. I couldn't find the grape initially. I got the orange one and I got a couple different flavors. So I had three of them over the course of five days and it was so I now have had similar other, (laughs) other flavors too. Yeah. I got the grape and my son got the tropical fruit punch or yeah. something like that. I don't know. Which it also okay. tastes, yeah, it was okay. But I was like, I've definitely had this beverage before, but I couldn't place exactly what it was. Whereas that one, the grape one that you just showed is a, for sure, a Welch's grape soda. And I was like, mm, yeah, so amazing. Yeah. I love the orange one. And so I I'm going to try the orange one today. Yeah, We're going to taste them today with you guys. So yeah. if I do have a soda, it's a regular soda. So my dose on those is pretty low. Like, I don't know, cup one a month, two a month tops, yeah. you know? So it's like, I'm not really drinking a lot of soda. So for me to have like three sodas in a week felt like an, like an exciting time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what I noticed, I was like, I am pooping. Like I was like, Beth, because we texted about poop. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we talk about poop a lot with each other. So I was like, I have been pooping like three times. Yeah, because I was day. having the opposite issue. For some reason, post vacation, I came home and was unable to. Yeah. And I was dying. And you're like, well, not having yeah. that issue. I'm having, having the opposite problem. Yeah, I was like on a full cleanse, just pooping three times a day. And I thought about it. I was like, Oh my gosh. And I'm regular. I'm normally very regular. So it's not like, you know, crazy that it's that I'm pooping, but to poop three times a day is a lot for me. Yeah. And then I realized I was like, oh my gosh, this soda has nine grams of fiber in it. Mm-hmm. Is this tipping is, is this what's tipping me over the edge? And then I was like thinking, <laughs> oh my gosh, am I not getting enough fiber? Like, should I be <laughs> <laughs> right, because you know when I post about it, this said it's for supporting your digestive immune immune health, and I, you know, was like, well, I'm not really going to kid myself that I'm going to be using this as like my fi- as a significant fiber source, but I maybe for some, <laughs> yeah, it's better than nothing. So we set out. We're like, you know what? 
we need to do an experiment. Because I also asked Beth, I was like, am I just drinking fancy Metamucil? Like what's happening to me right now? And so we're like, you know what? Let's do an experiment. There's another soda brand called Poppy that also promotes itself as being a prebiotic. We're going to go through all of these. And then we're talking just about Metamucil, which neither one of us went out and bought or or are trying I thought about it. And then I was like, oh, I don't want to be stuck with it. Yeah. So first, tell us your story about the nutrition labels. Like when you were explaining the the nutrition math to a stranger. Oh, yeah. So I originally found the grape at Whole Foods. And then I didn't want to drive all the way to the Whole Foods the other night. I was too tired. So I went to Sprouts and I was like, they have interesting things. Let me hope for the best. So they did. At first, I only found the poppy. And then I went over to this other section. And that's where I found all of them. I found the Olipop and the poppy and and the kombucha drinks and yada, yada, yada. So, and there was another lady there that was looking at both and reading the labels and you could tell she was kind of trying to make sense of it. And I was reading the labels and I do, I normally try to avoid conversation with strangers. It is not my forte, but I was like, I feel like this might be needed. So I was like, oh, have you tried these? They're so good. She was like, yes, but you know, I'm trying to find something that's like lower in sugar and she was like, the Olipops say that they have 15 grams of carb, whereas the poppy has seven. And I was like, yeah, I know. But if you look at them, so I did um, nutrition counseling in the middle of the sprouts. So I was like, but if you look at them, it says total carbs is 15, but the Olipop, the fiber is nine grams and the sugar is five. And I was like, so they subtract out from the total carbs the dietary fiber. And then what you're left with is actually the sugar. That's the impact that will have on your blood sugar. I was like, versus the poppy you will see has seven grams of carbohydrates, but only two grams of fiber and five grams of sugar. So therefore, because it has less fiber in it, you're more likely to have a blood sugar spike. You don't have your monitor in, do you? No, I thought about putting it in. I have some and I thought about putting one in and then I didn't. And because I was going to be in the water all weekend and I didn't want to mess with it. Yeah, maybe I'll do a follow up. And so anyways, so the difference is that there is significantly more fiber in the Olipop versus the Poppy because it only has two grams of fiber for the whole can versus the other brand, which has nine grams. And so the other thing that I noticed was, is that they both start with carbonated water, sparkling water. And then the second ingredient in the Olipop is their fiber mix. Yeah. Ollie which has, Smart. Yeah. Ollie Smart, which has Cosfo root flour, chicory root, inulin, Jerusalem, artichoke inulin, Nepal cactus, and marshmallow root and Calendula. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, is that an A or no? Flower and kudzu root. So, and then has lemon juice, apple juice, mandarin juice, cospa root syrup, clementine juice, rosehip, cherry, a hint stevia, of stevia leaf, and a which hint of stevia. I typically hate stevia, but me too. I, and I can taste it, but it's it's just enough. Yeah. They found the magic threshold. Of they did. I think they found. Bill thought that the root beer one had too much of a stevia taste, but yeah, I, disagree. I disagreed. But versus like the poppy has a sparkling water, then cane sugar, 
orange mm-hmm. juice, apple cider vinegar, which on their website, they have apple cider vinegar, the tablespoon that's in there to have all sorts of health ben- potential health benefits. Then it's the agave inulin and the natural flavors, lemon juice, stevia. So if I was, they're similar, but I actually like that the Olipop doesn't have cane sugar, even though we know these sugars are still sugar. Yeah, correct. (laughs) What I noticed in when I was looking at all the different flavors that I could find in the store, I did not go to the website to see is, is, oh, because I tried the lemon ginger one because that is a good combo flavor that I like very much. And it had less juice. And so therefore it's total carb and sugars were less because it had less juice in it. Yeah. But it was minimal. It was like 8% juice versus like 13% juice. So the sugar content is going to vary because of the fruit juice that they use. I was disappointed. I didn't love the lemon ginger, but of the other flavors, I have liked all the other ones. The vintage cola is not a Coke flavor. It's more like a Pepsi tab combo. Maybe if you're a Diet Coke fan, that would be a good swap out to try. Yeah, it was definitely not Coke, like Coca-Cola. It was definitely like another flavor of Coke that I have, of cola that I have not had in decades. And I was Mm. like, I know this flavor and I think it's a combo of two flavors of old school sodas, but I And I was like, oh, Mm. I think it might be those. Yeah. So before we move on to fiber, because I do want to talk a little bit more about that in comparison, but can you tell us what a prebiotic is? Yeah. Prebiotic is a type of fiber that helps to... So a probiotic is, you know, the bacteria, the actual live bacteria source that goes to your gut and does all the things. A prebiotic is the food source that the bacteria use in order to um, feed themselves and to multiply and create all of the benefits that the probiotics do for us. So this is kind of like their fuel source. Mm -hmm. So fiber from all food types is the food source for our microbiome. Yeah. Okay. So just to talk a little bit about the fiber, because I was like, is this mutamescent? Metamucil. There you go. Mucil. <laughs> is it Metamucil? So I looked up like a serving of Metamucil is 2.4 grams of fiber. And this that's is, it. Yeah. It per like tablespoon or which product? Because I see that I saw that the oh, products have expanded. Some. I think it was, yeah, that was just like the old school, like, like you know, oh, you like put the a little, scoop, yeah, you, you put, put a, a powder. In. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's not very much. No, because in order to make like a a sizable difference, like you would need at minimum two scoops, but that multiple times, like twice a day, the way that I know that people use like, yeah, one scoop a day is not really going to do much of anything. I mean, it's better than nothing, but it's not, I don't want, I don't want to drink Metamucil. It sounds disgusting. I feel like I had it as a kid once because I don't know why, you know, you're around some adult aunt uncle that like drank it. (laughs) I don't know. I've never, I don't think it is tasteless, but it just felt old and gross to me as a kid. So I'm not into it. But you know what? Maybe Metamucil is going to come out with some kind of hip new product. (laughs) You never know. Um, I know some people, some of my clients do psyllium husk 
in their beverages. I own psyllium husk capsules. So the thing is to be aware about all these things is you have to make sure that you aren't in, as you increase your fiber from food or fiber sources, you have to increase your water because if not, you become constipated. So you need the water and the fiber to combine so they can kind of create like that, that gel type situation and move on down the line. So it has to have water to be able to move. If not, it just kind of gets gunked up in there and then you feel bloated and constipated. Yeah. And I also just wanted to add a note. So nine grams of fiber would be like eating four cups of broccoli but is an olipop soda like drink eating four cups no because broccoli is gonna have more of the insoluble fibers versus soluble fibers so these sodas are insoluble fibers which are i thought they were soluble I mean, so, yeah, these are soluble fibers, whereas like vegetables and some of our like grain products are going to contain insoluble fibers as well. Right. Our body likes to have both. So it's yeah. not good or bad to have one or the other. Like um, mixed foods will provide us with insoluble and soluble fiber. Yeah. I think and then like our body does stuff. Corn. <laughs> corn is insoluble. 100% insoluble. <laughs> So it's like, does it dissolve? Soluble. Does it not dissolve? Insoluble is how I think of that. So yeah, you want both. And obviously, I mean, I don't know. It's very rare that I would sit down and eat and chew four cups of broccoli. But yeah, so we're not using these to substitute or always be vegging, right? We still got to eat vegetables, (laughs) please. Yeah. But it's, I mean, I don't know. So let's, we're going to taste these. I know because I haven't had the orange yet. I've only had root beer. I had vintage cola. I had a few sips of lemon ginger. And then I had originally what's kicked started it off, which was grape. So far, grape is my favorite, followed by root beer. And then the other two, not terrible, yeah. but not my faves. So well, I'm excited for you orange. to try the poppy because it has the apple cider vinegar in there. So I'm wondering if that alters is it the alters taste. the taste. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Okay, what, okay, what are we doing with? first? Well, you also have the Olipop, so let's try it yeah, together. I have the grape Olipop. We should open them oh. one at a time. Let's do an ASMR. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that was so satisfying. I'm not. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know what's so funny is that I also read an article about how we got the this past weekend about how we got pop tops. Oh. And like this kind. Yeah. I just want to say we are not sponsored by No, Ollie not pop, at all. But Ollie pop wants to call us. You know where to find us. So. <laughs> all right, here we go. Your cheers. Oh, it. That, that is so, so good. good. <laughs> Okay, so grape and orange for the win. They are. I loved the orange when I tasted it, and the grape is so – it's so good. Why is it so good? (laughs) So what sounds crazy is that – I don't know if you've had to experience this yet because your son is so young, but birthday parties are rife with juice boxes, Mm -hmm. and I can't – I don't – I'm just like, oh, my God. So even if you get, like, the Honest Kids, which costs, like, a million dollars for all those kids because they can't just have one – you know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyways, I don't like them. But I would purchase these for a for kid's, kids party. Yeah. 100%. Well, okay. So I've had several Ugh. of these over the last several days. 
And I can tell you that I'm not having the same experience that Jessica's <laughs> having with my bowel movements. I am experiencing something different and I don't know quite how to describe it. It's almost like my body packages up little bits of the fiber things as little chunks instead of as a whole unit. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Well, it's just as interesting. It's different. It is interesting. It is different. What is that? Is the, I was like, I wish we had the Bristol stool scale. Yeah. The one thing I kind of respect about the Olipop is they are making some health claims, but it's there's nothing about weight. It's just like, hey, this is a prebiotic. It's It supports your microbiome and digestive health. Finally, a refreshing soda that's actually good for you. And even that marketing, I'm like, really? Are you sure? But I kind of, after tasting it and experiencing it, I'm kind of on board, y'all. Yeah, I, um, I really like it. Their website mostly talks all about digestive health, and that's pretty much it. Okay, are we ready to try yeah, let's do the poppy. poppy? Okay, have you had this one yet? No, I didn't get one. Oh, sorry. Well, it's all it's all you. Okay, well, I did. I got orange and orange, so we could compare mm. orange and orange. All right, here we go. Another. Oh man, the darn it! The little thing didn't go down very much. Okay, try not to cut myself as I push that thing down. Okay. Tastes, smells good. Okay, so the, the aftertaste of the poppy, I can definitely... Is, is there stevia in poppy? Mm-mm. No? It's sugar and apple cider vinegar. What's the aftertaste that you're tasting? Oh, what is that? Is it the vinegar or is it something else? So the orange is definitely not as strong as the other one. This one is almost like a souped up LaCroix type Mm. beverage. Okay. Especially compared to the Olipop. So it's not bad, but knowing what I know... (laughs) (laughs) about how the other one tastes and that like really classic fruit flavored sodas that I used to drink as a kid. Um, I would go for that over this particular flavor. So for you, Olipop is the winner. Yeah. For me personally, (laughs) but if you wanted something less like soda, e soda, e type of flavor, this might do the trick except for like I struggled for it to say prebiotic soda because it only has two grams in there versus the other one that has a lot more right and it was also marketing that it's beneficial for promoting weight loss and all these other things right yeah so it talks about I think it's main thing that they really are pushing on their website. The first thing they talk about is the apple cider vinegar that's in it. And so I guess their prebiotic is, is that they are having the apple cider vinegar as one of their other parts of the prebiotics because it contains the mother mm-hmm. with, you know, the polyphenols and prebiotics from pectin. So their main thing is mostly the apple cider vinegar because it can provide these benefits. 
that can help refine your complexion, may aid in digestion, may help lower cholesterol, may help promote weight loss, and may help naturally detoxify, may may help stabilize blood sugar. And it's all related to apple cider vinegar, everything that they mm-hmm. put on there. So at the end of the day, a soda is not going to solve your problems. <laughs> But if you're drinking regular soda or even diet soda, these are great options. Yeah. So. For sure. And now I can't wait to go try to find the strawberry vanilla because of the Olipop because. Yeah, somebody said it was amazing. Because that was the other. We would drink strawberry and grape welches. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I did have orange sodas for sure, but not as much as the other flavors. And I would be willing to go and try the classic cola by Poppy. And they had a Doc Pop, which I'm assuming is a Dr. Pepper Mm -hmm. knockoff. So I would be willing to go find those too. Yeah. We'll we'll continue with the experiment. And if anybody has their own opinions, let us know. We'd love to talk about it. But yeah, I think that these are a good option if like you are struggling with blood sugar issues, but you are wanting something that has that same satisfaction because you know, a LaCroix or any of the sparkling waters really just don't, they don't hit the spot. And now I got to figure out what to do with these two cans of soda because- You'll give them to Miles. They're at all, everybody's at camp. Oh, they're all at camp. The root beer one, I actually made a float. <gasps> Did you really? How was it? It was amazing. It was so good. I mean, it's still ice cream. So I was like, you know, maybe I could alternate with some other kind of thing. But it, it just it provided the same sensation of having a float. And it's like, okay, well, I'm already getting sugar from ice cream. Do I really need another 20 grams from a real soda? No. So this was it was a great option. I loved yeah. it. And the thing about the root beer float was that I felt like it – helped with that kind of stevia like the sugar from the ice cream like kind of canceled right. it out so I, it didn't taste as diety to me so mm. but yeah i probably i would just stick to the grape and the orange these are phenomenal <laughs> so yeah we're big fans so i mean oh well tell me how much did the poppy cost because olipops are um, not cheap but, no i think they were around the same price you know i'd Truth be told, I have no idea. I have no idea. Well, I think oh. Olipop's like two, maybe two fifty a can. So a twelve pack of most of them are thirty dollars. Some of them are twenty five, but the watermelon is forty dollars, thirty nine ninety nine for a twelve pack oh. of the root beer flavor of the poppy. So they're both about two fifty a can on average. So they're not cheap, but that's but good because it's not like I need to drink one every day. Correct, <laughs> so. correct, correct, correct. Just keep a couple in the fridge for the week or two and call it a day. Yeah, so. and I will say, so people will be like, "Well, how much fiber am I supposed to have in a day?" Oh yeah, good. So the bare minimum amount that we should be having is twenty five grams of fiber a day. So from lots of different food sources, 25 grams. The average American gets 10 to 12 grams of fiber a day. And then when we were hunter and gatherers, we had anywhere from 75 to 100 plus grams of fiber a day. Dang. So, so you're literally eating like roots and bark and stuff. 
Yeah, making ice cream out of bark. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry, I had like that moment where I was. Your pine. Your my pine. pine. Yeah. So get some fiber from yeah. all different types of sources. So if you like, you know, we're still kind of coming along to liking a significant amount of vegetables in your day. And then you had like an Olipop every other day. Like. <laughs> But I would prefer you to get it. They from- should pay you to get a registered dietitian promoting their product. <laughs> That's not what I'm going for here. But it's not just about the fiber. It's the interaction between the fiber, the vitamins, the minerals, the phytochemicals, like all of it yeah. is doing something for our body. And so we can't just isolate out. We can't live off supplements. We have to eat food. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> It is. It's totally true. So, because there's more to the food than its individual component that we try to extract out that's beneficial. And it will be really, really hard to really know that for quite some time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Y'all go get your fiber on. Okay. I sure hope we gave you something new to think about today and helped you take one more step on your path to freeing yourself from diet culture. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow us on Instagram at path underscore nutrition. We would love to see you inside our interactive online course called foundations. Go to pathnutrition.com backslash foundations to learn more and sign up today. Bye, Bye everyone.